With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry, do you mind? (laughs) Do you mind, Rana? No. Why would I ever mind? I have to say, there's nothing like a party in my honor when I return home from Europe. And these two party planners are here today to make (laughs) me feel welcome at home. I mean, I'm assuming, is that why we're having them on, Rana? I said we were going to do, I was about to say we're going to do something a little unorthodox today, which is we're not this is unorthodox. barely going to introduce the guests because we'd, ra- first of all, we'd rather spend the whole hour with them. And second of all, it's true. the audience would rather spend the whole hour with them than us. That's how fabulous well, and charming and incredible these two well, people Well, you better are. build them back up, Ronna, because you only decimated one of their production skills five minutes ago. I don't need to build anyone back up. They know exactly how I feel about them, and they should also know exactly how I feel about a certain audio standard for this show, which if anyone goes back and listens to the catalog, has been seriously lacking in places where you would have expected (laughs) real professionalism. The amount of times I've had to watch somebody in a pair of athletic shorts and a half shirt go find a pair of headphones. (laughs) Are you talking about me? As they walked away from the Zoom window. Oh, I actually no, do know who you're talking about. I'm mentioning about. no names. I'm mentioning oh, no. no names. I do know who you're talking about. That's <laughs> happened to me on more occasions with quote unquote professional podcasts than, I'd, than I can't remember. Mike Schur probably has the best audio setup of anyone we've ever encountered. Second to that, Jason Mantzoukas. Third, I would have thought Andy and Naomi. And the proof will be in the crispness of the audio. But they... They have an unorthodox arrangement. And you know what? You we could say that here. about them anyway. You could I'll say that about I'll tell you what the real anyway. party is. The fifth, it's the fifth anniversary summer, is how I've been told to say it, of couples therapy. Five years. Rana, we could only dream of that. What are we on? Three, two? We're going into our third year. We're I going mean. into our third year. Yeah. Five years of this dynamic duo. This Incredible. They've been married since this podcast started, Rana. Okay. Yes, they have on the a number of occasions, as far as the I know. Co-hosts of Couples Therapy, <laughs> Andy Beckerman, Naomi Ekparigan, aka Naomi Beckerman and Andy Ekparigan. That's right, Andy Ekparigan, Beckerman and Naomi Beckerman Ekparigan. We have Correct. switched last names. We have That's switched right. them entirely. We switched them entirely. It's fucked up Naomi's stand-up career, but we've done it. <laughs> No, people can pronounce Beckerman. <laughs> so I'm always like, yeah, sure, call me that. Because I swear to God, you I've been Naomi brought up to Beckerman. all sorts Naomi of Naomi Beckerman's a nice name, though. Well, Truth. I said, isn't she a Jewish wife? Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you see Naomi, Naomi Beckerman. Be- yes, literally, know. this is unorthodox. Drew <laughs> Drogi. Drew Drogi once told me, and I have to say it's changed everything for me. He was like, he was talking about how like he 
throughout the since the pandemic, like everyone did, you sort of readjust your friendships in terms of priorities and all this. Mm-hmm. And he said, I realized that there was I was hanging out with a large number of people who still didn't friends who didn't who thought my last name was Droge. <laughs> and he was like, and that was the first cut for me. Was sort of like, you've known me mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. If you're still saying for in my instance, safey or droge, or what do they say for you? Ekperagin? Who knows? I mean, ex- expergin is. Oh, yeah. Right. Why is expergin? one of the number yeah. one mispronunciations. Someone got came, brought me on stage as Akwak once, and I said, there's something else at play Ak-wack. here. Like Gilbert Godfrey yes. doing the uh, Akflak duck? Exactly. I was like, Was what it John Travolta? <laughs> Oh my God! No, we it was so- Ka- it was Kathy <laughs> Gutswhite who says "ack ack ack." That's who it. So she- <laughs> wait, wait, Kathy, wait, Kathy's Kathy- last name is Gutswhite. Kathy, the creator of Kathy's last name, is like Gutswhite, I guess. Gutswhite, something like that. Yeah. Now, Look what we're but doing Kathy to her herself. Last name. I don't. I don't know Kathy herself's last name. The I don't Kathy. either. She doesn't reveal it. She needs no introduction. She exactly. needs no last name. She's like yeah. Cher. She's like Madonna. She's Kathy. Speaking it- of speaking of Kathy, that's what that's who we should call everyone that writes letters to this show. Is we should refer to them as Kathy. A bunch of Kathys. But yeah, can I ask a quick question? Putting their bathing suits on one day before they're supposed to leave on vacation and wondering what happened <laughs> uh-uh. since the last time they took the bathing suit out of the uh-uh. out of storage. Yeah, freaking out and their yeah. hair standing on complete end ah! up to the sky. Irv, <laughs> everyone's dating someone named Irv on this show. <laughs> how how are you feeling five years in? Naomi and Andy. How does it feel, Andy? I mean, the podcast really was Andy's brainchild. You know, okay, to me, I never knew I- this. The idea of talking into a microphone and not getting immediate feedback was str- was not nice to me. I was like, you it is sort of anti stand up, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was. It was not. You know, I was like, I don't understand. I was like, why do you do this? And he'd been doing his own podcast for a long time. And I 13 remember thirteen years going strong. Yeah, beginnings for thirteen years. But it was funny because right. you know he would record it in the house in Harlem, and I would always be like. You got these people to come to Harlem and talk to you? Right. I was like, I don't understand how these people are showing up to a stranger's house to have a conversation. Sure. But here we are, five years in. Yeah, I love it. Well, sure, you too. (laughs) But I say, no, 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 I'm saying, because you're already used to it. I was saying, I actually do, and I have this sense of like, oh, there's a community around it. I mean, nowhere near a carriage house. Nowhere near a carriage house. I thought you were going to say nowhere near a carriage house. You don't have to say that because nothing is. How many well, members I, are we up to in the carriage yeah. house run of 1.5, nothing is a, two, oh God. million? I can't, nothing is, um, it's nothing definitely can approach, nothing can approach the carriage house. I mean, that's just what it is. But the tr- I will say, in all honesty, the community that you build around podcasting is, is its own reward. It's not mm-hmm. the only reward. People should still buy you sweatshirts and your Jubu shirts and your everything else. And they go should to your pay shows, for whatever yes. they need to pay for and go to your shows in order to get the entertainment. Uh, Can I be honest in, about something? In, in order to make mean. it in an exchange. So in the, in traditional barter system, I give you a chicken, you give me a loaf of bread or, you know, whatever it is. You yeah. have two so unions like on strike Mostly right now. Mostly you are just giving the chicken. Yeah. You have two unions on strike right now. And we're talking to two very in the most wonderful ways and the only wonderful ways, political people who work hard and who also like believe in a fair or juster world. I feel like this about us too, Rana. Support artists right now, guys. Okay. Please. Well, look, no, Ron is a union buster from way back. From we know way that. back. So, I have not even wanted Ron, to go there with her. Were you a Pinkerton? <laughs> I, you was. know what? 
I would have been an incredible Pinkerton. They would have put they would have put me on a train, and I would have landed in the town, and I would have stood right at the station and lit a cigarette in my trench coat and said, "Am I going east or west?" And I would have started tracking everyone in that town. I would have walked right into the saloon and started asking a couple of questions, and I would have had I would have had the gangs broken up by the end. You know, the guys that were robbing the trains. I would have had them yeah, broken up. Yeah, by the I can, end. I of can the picture day. you on oh, yeah. on a train platform putting oh, bullets yeah. into a six shooter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, for but sure. She never uses it, though. Spinning the chamber. Exactly. Like, you never actually shoot, but it's just seeing you do that. People are like, I don't have to. Knees. I mean, I all practice. she had to say, I need everyone to understand, all she had to say to Andy before the show was, what's going on with the audio? And he crumbled. <laughs> As do I every day, Andy. I don't know Which if she I, looks. You didn't crumble. You I don't didn't know crumble. if it characterizes crumbling as much as I was furious and... <laughs> That that I would be questioned. I would crumble. That that you my. Were furious. <laughs> I, I think but it was a battle were, of. But egos. you were furious, and then you also started giving me evidence, Andy. If you exactly. were just furious, you <laughs> would have let you, and you weren't crumbling a little. You would have just let it sit. <laughs> I am nothing but a scientific man, and I must show evidence. I <laughs> well, must this show is, this my is, work. Oh my god, this is Andy, my one of my pet peeves, but also I love him. But also, girl, stop. He is like. You got to get the word right with him. Like, don't say he did uh, X. Because it's like, don't besmirch my good name. Sure. And you know me, I be out here playing with language. So I just be saying stuff. That's yeah. one of my refrains in the house is I just be saying stuff. Uh-huh. Meaning, the word doesn't mean the word per se. We're the right. ballpark don't quote of the situation. Can, yeah. I get an exa- can I get an example of the last time this happened? Um, On stage, Naomi talks about it. She's like... And he doesn't wipe after going to the bathroom. I never. would never say that. I was like, what are you talking about? Why would you slander me? I like did that? not say that. But first, if I go, Andy, <laughs> you seem very anxious right now. And he'll say, I'm not anxious. I'm just concerned about blankety blank. And I'm like, uh-huh. that's the same thing as anxious. Why are you parsing? I see. Why are Got you it. splitting yeah. hairs with me? He's a pastor. You're the one that wanted that's me right. to go into therapy. He's a that's true. You're the one that wanted me to go into therapy well, so that I could. What are you shaking your finger at? It that everybody needs therapy in. Well, he loves well, to shake that, a finger. You know now, he's a black secretary, so he'll be out here moving his neck, shaking his finger at me, <laughs> Rhonda. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're but shaking mention, your finger at the, a, at the nice thing your wife did for you, which was to tell you to get into therapy. But now I name. It's not just anxiety. It's a, it's a very specific emotion that I can name. Oh sure. So, oh, but you want to bore everyone to death in your house. Andy, you and I. The talk only the worst. Same the only problem with telling everyone to get into therapy is that they think they're supposed to share it with everyone in their life. <laughs> therapy True. is supposed to be between you and your therapist, and then occasionally bleed into how you touch the rest of the world. Yes. And then there, there are the people that go to therapy and it becomes a tool that they misuse. I'm not actually putting Andy in this category. No, but I know you what know, you mean, I though. There are people you're related to and they pictures. start calling you and having different pic- conversations with yes. you and you think, not with me, sweetheart. You right. and I were right where we were going to be. Yes. You I can agree. go figure that out with somebody else, but I don't need... And I actually, that's very good advice for some of our listeners because we do occasionally get a letter where they say, I know what you're going to say, Rana. I should march right in there and I should say da 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 and tell them I'm not going to do this and this is my boundary. And I think definitely not if you want to continue <laughs> a relationship with it. There are ways to enforce boundaries without, you know, renting out a marquee at the local right, theater. Without a grand gesture. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's, you know, it's funny though, because there's, there's so many times where it's like my big, you know, people, are, you know, I think it's becoming, um, 
popular to discuss this idea of, you know, weaponizing therapy language. But I've been living for years. And especially because, like, when people, the, my biggest pet peeve is when people misuse, it's like, I'm feeling unsafe. Mm. And it's like, oh, you mean because I like, disagree why with is you? There, is there a train headed in this direction? <laughs> Thank you. Right. It's like, am I yeah, holding And a you're knife? standing on the tracks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's literally yeah. like, oh, because I'm disagreeing with you. Like, we're having an yeah. argument. Yes. But then you go, I feel unsafe. And then that immediately is like, okay, well, I guess I'll stop talking. You feel safe now? Right. And it's like my biggest pet peeve is the phrase, well, it's actually safe, like yeah. in, a com- in a communication situation. Yeah. It's right. also I'm one of those things something. where like, some, I believe, of course, everyone should be in therapy. There's nothing wrong. Obviously, everyone believes this. It's good to get more in touch with yourself. The words to me that make someone lose power more than anything else is, well, my therapist said, I don't know why. <laughs> and I believe everyone should be in it. But somehow, like, it's yeah. like all I can picture is myself, like, talking to one of my parents being like, really? Because my therapist said, and then being like, <laughs> I mean, fuck right off. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is something you, about you it. You sort that, of like, want to say, someone who's never met me. Because yeah. the, because the, also, the, of course, the complication with therapy, and again, I strongly believe in therapy. But no, the com- we all do. But, but the complication is that therapy is your version of what happens in your life. Mm. And that you are, you are the narrator. And there are people who uh, just really aren't reliable narrators, to be honest. And, that, or, and th- that's the job of a good therapist, knowing which way to nudge you in or out of your sort I believe of it's pronounced or, nudge. No, there's, a nudge <laughs> there's a difference between a nudge and a nudge. Uh-huh. You're a nudge. <laughs> oh, uh, it's really yeah. good when there's another Jewish person for Rana to connect with. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Andy gets it. He has yes. a belly laugh where he feels it in his when soul. I hear Yiddish, oh, I thought yes, you meant course. Naomi Beckerman. I thought we were talking about Naomi Beckerman. <laughs> well, I do make a delicious kugel, but <laughs> yeah. not me. It doesn't have the, it doesn't have the same spark when I do it. No, you know what sure. I'm saying? But, but sure. yeah, no, no, I agree. Everyone should be in therapy, just so we're clear about that. Yes. Even some yeah. animals should be in therapy, just yes. so we're clear about that. Animals. But People use it as an appeal to authority that should end a conversation when they're just like, my therapist, well, my therapist said, and that right. they're like saying that because they don't want to actually have a discussion. Yeah. They just want to shut it down. Correct. And it does end a conversation. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, you'll walk away. Rana walks away. Rana literally well, just goes, says, well, well, my therapist said, you just want to say, grow up. There was some interview, this is not exactly this, but when the comeback came out the first time, Lisa Kudrow had some interview where someone said like, it's such a brave thing that you're doing, being, you know, showing this character such a, what a mess and gets in her own way. It's just, and also you, you you know, you play such a, and they were like, it's just really brave. And she, she looked at them and she was like, what about it is brave? She was like, <laughs> am I... Did I save someone or was I being attacked? Uh-huh. Did I witness something? Nothing about this is brave. It's <laughs> fun and yeah. it's cool, but this is not a brave act that I'm doing by yeah. showing uh, a messy person on screen. You know, I love people that cut right through things because right. things become conventions or things. There are all these sort of gateway things that we have to say before we say the next thing or that Mm -hmm. we use as language to compliment people. And then we think that that's an, an, an in another gateway. So by saying to Lisa Kudrow, you're so brave to do this. We think immediately she's going to have, we're we're on side with her. Right. Right. right, I I just think it's fun that she was sort of said, wait a minute. 
I mean, yes. let's, you know. Look I'm no frontline worker. I'm no frontline worker. Like, let's just clarify. Well, let's just remember I'm worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And I, got, <laughs> you know, and I, and I sort of got to do this because it was a fun thing to do. And I'm a comedian. Not because right. there's a larger story that we need to mine here right. about how yeah. I'm changing society as civilization yeah. or something. Correct. It's Speaking of said, changing, yes, dear. Sorry, Andrew, you finish, and then I'll I'll, I'll, tr- I'll gonna, segue. I was just gonna say it's funny when talking about gateways where like people aren't like sure exactly what to say, and so there's like they're trying to like. When you said that, I imagine there's. I think of most people, if you could like, if you could like screen into their brains, there'd just be like a 1930s black and white cartoon playing on a loop <laughs> yeah. in their heads over and over again, and then they're just trying Steamboat to like Willie over yeah. and over again. <laughs> I hate the oh, one in Steve. I got him again, does. Naomi. You got him. You got him. Oh my god! I gotta. I gotta. You coming for my man? You coming for my a, man, Rana? Keep but a list. Know. Keep a list, Naomi. So you, you have a little list of references to go to. When I, I could live comfortably when you're feeling t- when you're tired. <laughs> well, Br- Brian's in the carriage house, so you guys have am. to have bunk beds. And so. I have ruined. I have ruined the bathtub in there, Andy. I have to tell you, <laughs> it is. There have been too many nights where. I've dropped a lemon bath bomb in with a bottle of vodka and it just is nothing. <laughs> Wait a minute. So let me just tell one quick story and then we're going to we're going to move on to our questions. We're going to get right into it. We did oh, our man. show in London last week. Thanks mm-hmm. for asking about how it went. You too. Well, I did want to discuss cuz you mentioned the bath bombs, but you tell it. <laughs> so, Brian entered. Okay. Yes. He had one in a half minutes where he was going to be on his own, where he wasn't going to be on stage with me. Yes. And what he chose to do with his 90 seconds of freedom yeah. was hand out no fewer than about 30 lush bath bombs to members <laughs> of the audience, including one- uh, And what did they say, Rana? Super fan, who you apparently accidentally hit in the mouth with the bath, bath bomb. <laughs> that is he, a lie. I was so Paul, careful. It was Paul Clinton- the one who told us to go see Virginia Woolf's house and went and took a tour of it as he listened to our episode. I hit him about. in the face. Somehow or other, either he fumbled it. the catch or you threw it too hard and he and he cut his <gasps> lip on a bath bomb. Oh my God. Okay, so I heard they said the, the bath bomb said, Ask Brian. Thank and you, you know, Naomi. that's very Brian, you know, to really try to like take sure. over oh, yeah. a woman's Propaganda. space. Yeah. Yes. To really take over a woman's space, say this Correct. is mine. He's done yeah. it with Aaron. He's no, doing I don't see. Arden. I don't He's see. Doing women. it with Rana. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. he could have written "Love Brian" on it, or he could have <laughs> yeah. said "From Brian." And no. Instead, he branded it "Ask Brian." That's yeah, the first exactly. Thing that now, Brian, I need to know: Were you throwing underhand? Of course, these I bath was. bombs are. He was instructed heavy. to. Naomi knows from a bath bomb because she gave me about 10 of them for my birthday last year. (laughs) They are (laughs) heavy. They're like like softballs. No, they are. They're heavy. I threw them underhanded. But Paul Feig took his home and used it. I had dinner with him the next night. He was covered in glitter. And he showed me, maybe he'll post it. He showed the picture of his bathtub that had all uh, sort of interplanted Terry blue juice in it. And I thought, that's appalling. No, it isn't, Rana. Yeah. No, it isn't. My I just want to say real quick, I have a video. Are you serious right of now? You throwing overhand. <gasps> wow. Okay, Andy, that is the disembodied voice of Dante. That is okay. what that that is what Dante, I Dante. Can I say something? Wow. I do pro bono work defending Dante on this show constantly. I do want to say that. And Dante, for wow. you to switch sides like that on me. And He's by the just way, stating the facts. I'm simply on the side of the truth. 
I think he's also on the side of the almighty dollar, to be totally honest with you. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Ronald. Yeah. I'm with you on yeah. that. Ryan, what I are the British not. assault laws like? I got to You know what, Paul Clinton? Wow. Come at me. Because you know what? I live in. I'll tell you where I live. I'll tell you where I live. Uh-huh. I live in the United States of America, and I can go into any country I want and do whatever I want. Okay? <laughs> know that. Know that. Overhand. I didn't. Dante, you're. Dante, I gotta be on. So I, this show is not about over. bath bombs. You wouldn't know that it's if it was hosted over. by Brian, it would be. What it actually is, and we happen to have Loud two expert advice givers here. Loud today, and Pat clear. And me. Couples therapy, five-year anniversary. Yeah, if you're wood, not wood, following wood, them, wood. if, if five you're years not five-star reviewing them. Did you know that? Wood five review. years is wood. Oh, yeah. So a couple, couple of Pinocchios. <laughs> uh, you need to... Follow them. You need to rate them. You need Absolutely. to subscribe. You need to review. Okay, and that's also, the first thing I want to say. If you care about the future of entertainment and art, fucking support their show. Along with Patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. There, you think I'm playing games? Go. You think there I'm playing go. games? I ain't got a job. There okay. We go. These people there we go. these people would so deeply rather go get themselves a blonde roast from Starbucks or something equally appalling than pay $5 to enter the carriage house or enter the couple's therapy house. But in any God, skip Starbucks for one day and you're supporting a show for a month. They don't, they don't, they can't do the math. They can't do the math. They have to have their blizzards or their Fraser burgers or whatever they have to have. (laughs) (laughs) They're frozen custard. I mean, do you want to sizzling? Yeah, <laughs> this sounds like our collective audiences. They they, uh, they would rather have blizzards. That's who listens to this show. Yeah, okay. They love Brian, an inclusive and an ice cream. Yes, I'm gonna let you read this first letter because it's hysterical, and I mean in the hysterectomy sense of the word, not in the funny. Okay. Um, does somebody oh. have to drive three miles away where there are only six parking spaces? It, that was the best. <laughs> that, that's that's the there was no better letter than the person who was setting boundaries and then realized they'd taken their friend to the goodwill that was one and a half two miles away or whatever it was. Of, yeah, can two you imagine months. they went to the one that was and then added Andy away? They said, yeah. "I can't believe that they made me drive to the one that was two miles away." And also, when we got there, there were only seven parking spaces. A play. See, Living. but that's what I mean. What are you that's talking what, about? That is the exact person I was talking about who writes to me thinking I'm going to be on their side when they send it. Can you believe it, Rana? You know, Rana would never stand for this. Well, first of all, I wouldn't be in the car to start. <laughs> but second of all, if I was giving a friend a ride somewhere, I would probably not care if it was anywhere under an hour because I get to spend time with my friend. If right? you're taking, but I only have about two friends anyway, so and we're yeah. right here. That's, That's right. right. Everyone <laughs> Don't count with, me. Don't count I'm me in that. Everyone friends with is right in one box on this That's show. That's right. Don't count me. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, okay. dear. Read this. Dear Rana, Brian, and lovely guests. Thank you. Thank you for all the laughs over the past few years. I look forward to seeing Ask Rana episodes enter my feed each week, and I'm grateful for the time and effort you spend to bring your listeners such joy. Absolutely five stars only. Okay. I'm diving right in. Naomi likes this. Mm-hmm. Well, this is good because this is a couple's question. This can be good for the couples. Yeah. Can I a mention? Few- yes. I just <sighs> want to say, Naomi has come up with a with a guide for you, not for us. <laughs> oh, well, are your classic. people are your do your people, your people br- can behave, brutally take yeah. advantage of the system, or are they well behaved? <laughs> 
oh, no, somebody be taking advantage yeah. of the system. <laughs> they do. And yeah, Andy did call me. He goes, how come you made a style guide for another podcast? <laughs> and I was like, because but I listen and it yep. affects me personally. Yeah. Yeah. But this I is also it. life. We're always doing more for others than we do for ourselves. And also, I would take up for your podcast more than I would take up for my own. I get it. You don't mind being the villain on here, Naomi. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly correct. A few weeks ago, I, 34-year-old female, got Mm. engaged to my boyfriend of a few years, and I'm so excited. He's funny and supportive and sweet, and I'm feeling lucky to be where I am. Okay. His sister is a few years younger, in her late Uh, 20s, red uh, alert, Rana, although uh she acts much younger than her age. She recently got engaged as well. I like her a lot. When I first met her, we chatted and laughed like old friends, and we always have fun when we see each other. But as we plan weddings concurrently, things are getting, yeah, difficult. Mm -hmm. She's about six months ahead of us in her engagement and already has a dress, a venue, and a date. She's informed my fiance. Well, I hope she has a date. She's getting married. Oh, 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 wedding date. I I had the same thing. I was like, well, God. She's informed my fiance that we cannot get married too close to her wedding date. She's also put dibs on dates for her shower, bachelorette party, and honeymoon. She let us know that she'd like certain songs to be off limits for us for the first dance or parent dances since they are hers. She has called him close to tears saying things like, you getting engaged has taken the attention off of me. It's clear she feels... Yeah. It's clear she feels very competitive about the idea of two weddings, color schemes, amounts of money spent, and by whom. I won't give you all the details there. Color schemes. Blush and bashful. (laughs) Two color schemes. When we were looking at rings, she even told me she'd prefer I didn't get a stone with the same cut as hers. When she saw my ring, her first response was indeed to express relief that it wasn't a marquee cut, marquise cut. Yeah, marquee, yeah. To complicate matters, as a 34-year-old woman, I'm feeling my biological clock tick, tick, tick. Right, you want to get married first. (laughs) You, I need to get it in. I'm working very hard to stay calm and rise above, but I can spiral into catastrophic thinking really quickly, i.e., if we can't do fall and we can't get married in the summer because I'll be too sweaty, and this coming spring is too soon to plan, it'll have to be the following winter and then we won't have any pretty outdoor pictures, or it will be the following spring and then we won't have any time to just be married before I have to get pregnant and, and, dot, 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 exclamation point, on and on. My therapist and friends say that it's our wedding and we should do whatever we want to. And of course I agree in theory, but in practice, I know my fiance will not want to incur his sister's wrath. Mm-hmm. will not want to invite his whole extended family to two weddings within a few weeks of each other. That's mm-hmm. fair. Absolutely. And will not want to be able to hold any hard boundaries with his sister. He and I both put a lot of work into advocating for ourselves with others when needed. But this is a particularly tough one. Because of everything, I feel like every conversation we have about our wedding is now simply all about her. How should we navigate the situation? Most importantly, how can we bring some joy and excitement back into our plans for this day? Thank you in advance for your words of wisdom. Signed, bride number two. P.S. I am just about ready to just head to the courthouse in a nice restaurant and call it a day. I actually think, which I actually think would be lovely and intimate. My fiance still wants the dancing and the bar and the cake and the whole deal. And then we have a follow-up. Oh, my. Mm. P.P.S. Follow-up alert. In the nine days since I've emailed you, my fiance and I selected a wedding date that not only fits all of his sister's parameters, not before Ugh. her wedding, not during the month of her wedding, and not during the month following her wedding, which she'd like to reserve for her honeymoon. This uh. had to do with anyone else. 
but miraculously all fits all of ours. We found a great date and venue that works for us during the two months of 2024 that she graciously left open for us. And the date still gives me what I want in a wedding, i.e. Okay. a slim chance for outdoor sunset pictures on the water, not in the absolute dead of winter. That's like an LFAT. Fiance, <laughs> logic puzzle. Once my fiance told her our date, she flew into a rage. And oh. screamed at him over the phone, saying that we're deliberately trying to hurt her. That she asked us to wait at least five weeks after her date, but was really hoping we'd do more like eight weeks. And the <laughs> brothers and sisters just don't get married six weeks apart. I've asked people and they agree with me. To make matters worse, throughout all of the planning drama, she will rant and vent to my fiancé and then ask him not to tell me what she said. <laughs> But of course he does tell me. So she says horrible, awful things to him and then turns around an hour later and text messages me like, OMG, I'm so excited to play in this together and be bride sisters. What a psycho. And thinks that I am in the darkest how terribly she's behaving. I have no idea how to navigate this. And my fiance thus far remains terrified of drawing any kind of boundaries to her letting me talk to her. This has turned into a nightmare. Please help me, dear Ron and Brian. I beg of you. Oof. Now, oh my God. I know that you guys are kind. Con- Go ahead, because I want to hear no, Ron. No, is, no, no, no. Because no, my no, thing no. is like, no, because I'm gonna tell you what I was thinking. Because I'm like, as much as we are guests, and you guys are often very kind to let your guests go first, because Andy and I don't really um, respect basic people <laughs> or like just like the kind of like like quote unquote a mainstream cis hat straight jacket couple. Straight jacket is the word where it's like we've got to do this we and we need this, this and, 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 and it has that, to be like this and, and the extras have to look like this. Look yeah. like this and but I don't even mean necessarily our writers, you know, the sister. And what I mean is like my impulse is to blow it up and just be like, "You're being a toddler. Yeah. You need to stop." And unfortunately, um, we did this at the same time. Like you know, our loves are on a similar trajectory. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, yeah. And that and that's why I was like, you go first because you're you're you tend to be much more nuanced, Rana, and much more patient with people. Right. And I go <laughs> and I'm just like, cut the sister out of your life. <laughs> Don't even go to her wedding. Right. I love that never Naomi's like confronted head on, and Andy's like, never speak a word of it, but also never speak to her again. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm I hear that. I don't think you're far off though. I personally think this is something that does just have to be nipped in the bud. Whether I don't know. Now, I don't know whether it should – do you think it should come, Naomi, from – in your version, would it come from the bride number two or would it come from her fiancé? It would have to come – well, the way Andy and I handle stuff is like, I handle my family, he handles his. Right. So it would definitely have to come from the fiancé, and they could maybe have the conversation – like, she could be there for the conversation, you know, and, like, chime in. I don't think, you know – but I think especially this one, this complaining and yelling, this is the kind of stuff – because I really feel like, right, when you marry a person, you marry their family – yeah. You are becoming part of that world and we need to nip in the bud. You going off and talking shit and then coming to me and texting like we're good. This yeah. ain't what this relationship is going to be for the next I, yeah. several this months. This is the future. Okay, Rana, you go. I have one thing to say, but I'm going to wait till after you. After you My number one question is where are the parents? I was also going to say that. Yep. I want to know where the parents are and I want to know who's paying for what. That's what mm-hmm. I want to know. Yep. Because I'm going to assume, based on how totally normal, or well, not normal, but whatever the word is, traditional, this all sounds, mm-hmm. yes. that the youngest sister's wedding is being paid for by her parents and that your wedding is being paid for by your parents or by you and your fiance. I don't, I don't know which. but And I don't need, you know, numbers, but I am curious where the stake is in the game. Because I'll say this genuinely. I do think the idea of 
two major family weddings in six weeks sounds exhausting and yes. like not mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yep. I yep. do think there's such a thing as wedding fatigue. I do. Yes. Yes. And if she already picked a date and all of that, to me, that's sort of an immovable object. So fine. I don't mean, oh, fine, let's do whatever she wants. I just mean that's a fact that's happening. She's having her wedding on that day and she's doing the Bobby Dream House or whatever she's doing for her <laughs> reception. But that's already happening. How much you decide to care or not care about this behavior is one thing we need to address. Absolutely what Naomi said was, welcome to the rest of your life. And will this girl uh, mature at some point? Sure, I hope so. But she may just mature into a badly behaved 35-year-old and then a terribly behaved 40-year-old and then a questionably behaved 46-year-old or whatever. But what we've learned about her, her, even though she is obviously very young and won't be this person forever, is that she is selfish, narcissistic, 100% going through a bridezilla moment and does not have any care or interest or anything else in what you two choose to do, except for the feeling that there is a pie in this world, and that's how much people can be loved and paid attention to, and that her slice just got smaller based on what you're doing. Right. And you have to decide, I think, very soon, as Naomi is saying, that you don't care about that, and you need to do whatever you want to do, but I would absolutely caution you against having a wedding within two months of each other. I just think mm, no one's yeah. coming to your wedding if it's the yeah, second wedding. Absolutely. If you care about that. And I yeah. and I don't know what this outdoor pictures, da-da-da, because we're talking about how basic uh, the youngest sister is, but Sweetheart has a few on her list too, excuse me, about how she wants it to be for perfect and her timeline for the baby and all of these. I mean, these people have very traditional ideas, you know, probably Southern or Midwestern about how this is supposed to go. By the way, if that's your fantasy and that's what you want, I'm I'm not here to poo-poo that. You should have whatever you want. But I mean, a winter wedding, a summer wedding. I mean, let's, you know, I think it would be nice if it was in a different season or in, Mm -hmm. you know, buttressed at the end of the season, if she's at the beginning of the season or whatever it is. It's a lot of ways to have a beautiful wedding. You want to Photoshop the picture? Take some pictures in front of a green screen. You can (laughs) cut it out very easily these days. Put it in front of any nature picture you want. (laughs) There's your outside photos. You do you want to be married to a man who doesn't know how to talk to his sister or his family about something like this? Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Especially, by the way, especially when they're being, frankly, and I, I might be overstating it, abusive. This, well, this is, is what I'm saying. She is a mean, mean shit. Yeah. She is a well, mean a, person. Yelling and going off. She's Very bratty. And I'm sure that's the family dynamic to some extent, right? Like yes. he's used she to it. She gets whatever she wants. She screams and gets whatever she wants. Right. So it's like that's the dynamic. But again, now you're in it now and you're seeing it. And it's sort of this question of, okay, what do you want? What do you want you this to be need going forward? To go talk to your sister. You can play this for him, by the way, and you can do a TikTok <laughs> to what I'm saying, and you can mouth mouth my words. I'm not kidding. You need to go and talk to your sister because this needs to stop now. I think you could also say the one thing she doesn't want to be in this situation is the bad guy. She's one of those people who the closer you are to her, the worse she treats you, you know? The sister, yeah. the younger sister. The yeah, younger yeah. sister, correct. Oh, yeah, I do sure. think 
This I is Brad Dillas. Totally. I do think the brother could say, of course I share with so-and-so the things you're saying. She's heartbroken about it. She would never tell you that, A. Uh-huh. B, I have to, and it's it's really mean. It's really mean. We know how you feel. Please don't say it again. We know how yeah. you feel. It's abusive. Right. And, and if you, you know keep what else going, is mean? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. No, I'm just going to say, and if you keep going, I'm going to block your number. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And wow. and you know what else is mean? I'm your brother. I love you more than anything. I thought that that was mutual. And you have not been able to find it inside yourself to be happy for me about something that is happening that is life. I met someone that I felt I wanted to spend the rest of my life with and screw the triple A cake and screw that I'm having chocolate and you, you can't have buttercream and I'm having this song. What this is about is that I found someone I want to spend the rest of my life with and that we'd like to have a beautiful day and create a beautiful yeah. memory together. Focus you on your wedding. Quit, quit caring about ours. said to me and meant it, I'm happy for you. Yeah. And that really yeah. hurts my feelings. Yeah. 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 I think definitely you have to confront the sister in this way. But also, uh, the, the writer needs to look within her and her fiancé and say, do we actually want this wedding the way that we think we're supposed to? We're, because right. so many people yeah. just follow a script. Yes. They're handed a script and they're like, right, oh, they're this is the way in. Yeah. we're supposed to do things. Yeah. And we're supposed to have this wedding. We're supposed uh, to have the you know the dancing and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe you uh, don't I actually you want do. that. Maybe if you look yeah. inside and actually yeah. kind of articulate what your desires actually uh, are, you might find you that do. you don't want the oh, well, thing. I Ron, it looks like in- you're... I, climaxing what's going on over right. there? <laughs> I, I sort of i sort of am because i know what you do okay tell us tell us because I, I kind of feel it i kind of feel it i feel it destination wedding yeah you tell me why absolutely change the script on all of this unless you have a you know sick family member or something like that that can't be avoided First of all, destination, you can have any weather you want. Go to the Caribbean. It's you want to do mm. summer wedding. It's the summer any or minute sea you world. want it to be. Or Sea World. <laughs> okay, no, honey, the yeah. orcas are circling you, up. I don't true. know if you want to be near them. They will ruin pick it. The place. They're done. They've had it. I don't blame them. You pick the place. There's some sort of a photography app. I wish I knew the name of it, which is photographers. Instagram. No, for photographers. Oh. Where you say I'm going to Rome. I want to take a picture over the Coliseum. You put it into the, in, it's going to be on this day of the year. You put it all in and it tells you, stand what? in this place. Yes, yes, yes. And the, the, and the, sun, the apex the angle of, the- of the thing will be this wow. and you'll get that. Yes, And yes. you know, and you you go through your spots that you can, and a lot of these places, by the way, have packages. Yes. So I don't know what's going on on the other side of the camera, but what I do know is what you're projecting to the world which is you are going to take the most fabulous picture that you could ever imagine on your wedding day. I'm talking Naomi at Paragon level. You saw that photo of her from a wedding. I mean, where it all absolutely aligned and came together and the universe parted. And that's what you do. Mm -hmm. Because these people will never come. And the only people that will come are the people that want to come. Oh, my what if you made it the same date as the sister and forced people to choose? That's fun. But then you get half the gifts. 
Yeah, and but you don't get the parents. You don't get the parents. That's true. You don't get the Honestly. parents. No, I, I'm into destination, but I also was going to say, because like, you know, as Andy and I, you know, we did the wedding thing and we were happy with that. But I also think it's like, you know, you reach a certain age and you feel like, especially because everyone was coming from the East Coast, we felt like we got to give them something, right? If they're going to come from the East Coast to LA, like we can't, it can't be too DIY. It can't be too cutesy. <laughs> um, but I think in this situation, you know, is this one of those things? And this is what I say about where I agree with looking within where, you know, because what I did get from the letter writer this, okay, because then if we get married then, then we'll have a year to be married before we have to get pregnant and like all those things. And I go, well, what if you just have fun being engaged? What if yeah. you don't, this, this idea like this is when we have the fun. This is when we get the year. All the, that's what I kind of mean too, where it's like, what if, you know, sister aside, if she wasn't crazy, instead of feeling like, but then we won't get to have a, fun, a year of just being married and just being whatever. And it's like, you're in your relationship well, You can all have the time. that now. Exactly. Yeah. You're yeah. in your relationship yeah. all the time. And if you take some of that that's pressure off. That is a great point. I think that can also then, okay, so if you push it a little or you got to do this, because I very I much agree with Rana. That. Two months, wedding to wedding, because you're going to lose people anyway. Yep. Again, it's an expense, depending on how you're doing, you know, where people Who have to go. Who are these people you're going to lose anyway? The only thing you need to care about is the parents. Yeah. Depending on your relationship with your parents. Some <laughs> yeah, people say, I, I want all my friends he to come. <laughs> he wants <laughs> his people. parents at the wedding. Yes, I mean, yes, 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 you know. no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. Totally. Totally. And you're not going to lose her family. Her family's not coming to the other wedding. You're just losing. Right. This is just his family. We're worried about, and then and then whatever family friends. And do you really care about getting married in front of your father's lawyer, who will have already <laughs> been to a, a wedding? I mean, right. you know, yeah. Come on. Yeah. But I agree. And all this nonsense about it. And we want to have a baby, and that's like, so get pregnant tomorrow if you want. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if that yeah. is really the timeline you're on, I just mean that I have to be honest with you. That the rest would make me of life sick. has nothing. Absolutely to do with not. That. A <laughs> I don't condone that. A pregnant bride. Abs Brian, I'm, dis I'm so disgusted. I can't even believe I'm still doing this show. To be honest with you, I'm disgusted. <laughs> there's there's that southern sweetheart coming right out. <laughs> I have to tell you that I am a very forgetful person. Actually, strike that. I forget the things I don't want to remember. Put that on your pillows, okay? Well, a lot of times I either knowingly or unknowingly forget about subscriptions that I have. And then I find them impossible to cancel. There have been a couple of magazines I've subscribed to. One was about cars. I could not figure out how to cancel this membership. This is where Rocket Money comes in. Rocket Money not only canceled subscriptions for me that were otherwise basically set up for me to fail, to even try to cancel them myself. Not only did they do that, they also lowered my cell phone bill. I would say that Rocket Money has probably saved me like $500 a year, something around there. Because what they also did was alert me to subscriptions that like in my face were like, would you like to cancel this? And I was like, you know what? I haven't used that certain app or certain streamer in months. Why am I still paying for this? They're fabulous. Do you even know how much your subscriptions really cost? People think they spend around $80 a month of subscriptions, but it's actually closer to $200. 
And if you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month on subscriptions, then you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. So stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash askrana. That's rocketmoney.com slash askrana. Rocketmoney. Dot com slash Ascrana. Start saving. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, okay, let's move on to another letter. Dear Rana, Brian, and guests. Yeah, that's right. Jazz. And all that jazz. I come to you with a question that has me feeling very conflicted. I would love to get your perspective and hear your insights. I have listened to you for so long. I feel you are the only people that can give me the outside perspective I need. I can't believe how how lucky people are this week to have basically four advice people here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Four four licensed people individuals. Okay. Correct. How do I live it up when my friends are deciding to settle down? Mm. Go Uh on. I'm a 34 year old gay man living in a mid-sized city in the mid South. Charleston. Mid South. (laughs) What is the mid South? Is that Virginia? Arkansas? Virginia or Charleston? Maybe. Not, but by the way, not South Carolina. Charlotte. Charleston. You said literally, Ronna. You said the state of Virginia or the city of Charleston. <laughs> well, that's all that ex- that's all that exists to me. Charlotte, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. Yeah, a Chapel right. Hill Chapel moment Hill. could be cute. Yeah, yeah. Knoxville. I found a good group of friends when I moved across the country, and have seen many of them multiple times a week for the past five years. Much of our hanging out involves going to our local gay bar or drinking at someone's home. I work in education and just recently started summer vacation and am planning on enjoying myself while my husband is out of the country working for six oh, weeks. Oh, he's married. Okay. Ooh, okay. I'll be joining him for two of those weeks. So now comes the dilemma. A week before my husband leaves, one of our closest friends admits he has a problem with cocaine and will not be going out to the bar we always go to. Lame. Okay. Well, obviously, this is a big downer for the summer, yeah. but in any event, <laughs> he asked that we help him break the habit, what, by what? not letting him go to said bar. Now, I think this is, yeah, some, I think this is like Folly Beach, South Carolina. I feel like it's a beach <laughs> bar that they're Very starting heard of it. down to. <laughs> friend John Mulaney? Sullivan's, yes. Sullivan's Island, Folly Beach, yeah. If he suggests, if he suggests, if he suggests it, we need to say no. And if need be, physically stop him from going. Need? No, that's not your job. That's not your job. We got to get him into a a, a 30-day program. Because your friends can't physically. Shackle me to the radiator. 
Yeah. And let's get him out of our hair for 30 days while we enjoy summer break. Excuse me. His <laughs> husband also admits to us that he is planning on slowing down with drinking. Okay. Okay. Both said it was okay if we went to the bar, but they would not be joining us. Okay. You need mm -hmm. their permission. Right. Part of why my husband and I were told all of this is because we don't do any drugs. Okay. I'm feeling particularly conflicted because this is the time of year when I get to let loose. I don't I'm drunk every night is what they're saying. Right. <laughs> He's drunk day. every night and every day. Yeah. It's like summer Aruba, break. Uh -huh. Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take Kokomo it yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't have to leave the bar early while, while my friends stay Nothing says cutting out. loose like the Beach Boys, by the way. Especially the Beach Boys in middle age. <laughs> I, I can stay out as late as I want or I can sit in my house watching TV. I don't want to physically stop my friend from doing drugs in a bathroom. Of course not. I agree that it would be beneficial for him to not do drugs, but don't want that responsibility. It's also important to add that with my husband leaving, I would be one of two, maybe three people that share this responsibility. Maybe I'm feeling this way because of my lack of partying in my 20s or my Mormon upbringing or my oh. middle child need to help or the sun, the moon, and the stars. <laughs> or maybe none of that matters and I need to get over myself. What do you mean get over yourself? I tend to be the responsible one and I don't want to be, and I don't want to be, especially when I don't have to. Thank you for all your, the support you give. Reluctantly reliable. Not to share with everyone, but for your verification, I follow the podcast of both of you on Instagram at dot, 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 dot. Wait. But now I'm going to look up. Well, you're question? answering. I'm well, going to look up. the question is, but I didn't see the question. What is the question? Just sort of, uh, what <laughs> do question I do is, about this? No, what, how, what, do, do I, I, I have to? That's the question. Do I have to? The no. question at the top is the absolute <laughs> wrong question. The question at the top exactly. is- Exactly. The top of the question how is How do I question. live it up when my friends are deciding to settle down? They're not no, settling that's not down. Yeah, that's not that. I thought it was like they're getting married and they're having kids and things exactly. like that. I didn't no, think it was- One has a legitimate <laughs> cocaine problem. A like coke problem. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> and wants you to be their sponsor and enforcer. Yeah. That's not they settling in, down. Are they even in NA or are they just like, please, you got to- Don't put- don't do rails in front of me. Not right. even don't do rails. Don't let me go to a specific location. Yeah, bar and, me from it. And you also stand in the doorway <laughs> if I say I want to go. That's that is not a, by the way, who on earth, and, and in really what this friend is setting you up for is them hating your guts. Absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. Who wants to be the fucking fun police? Not that I'm saying that that is fun. Listen. This man clearly needs help and has a problem and, and knows that, but yet doesn't actually want to go through the steps of it, just wants their friends to tie them down. and take. That is so messy. I mean, I guess what you do is you say to your friend, like, hey, it's, I'm, I'm so glad that you are, you know, you have acknowledged you, you maybe have a problem. You yeah. should probably get help for it. I'm not a drug counselor. I wouldn't know what to do. And um, – I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy you need. And it will be detrimental to our friendship D if I was a person. Key. That I think that's what's like. If I was a, if if my role in our friendship became physically barring you from doing anything. Oh, right. is there anything that sounds cokier than someone saying to someone, <laughs> "You got to keep me out of this bar"? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, you know, just what. Yeah. I mean, the only circumstance that's going to happen is when that person's already been doing rails all day. I had about <laughs> eight Mike's Hyde lemonades and is now thinking about <laughs> doing rails so they can have eight more. 
and that you're stuck in the middle of that nexus between him and his husband? Absolutely not. What they want to do in their home is their business, but you say to your friend, I support you, I love you. If you'd like me to go to an NA meeting with you sometime during the day, I'd love to go. If you need a ride to rehab, I'd be happy to do it, Mm -hmm. but this is a job that is better left for a professional. I am not... If you needed, uh, you know, alcohol is a disease or it is a, or it is a medical condition or whatever, however you want to put it. And if you needed a doctor and you needed your appendix out, I would send you to a doctor. I would not right. do it for you. Right. And I'm, I'm so, and that's, and what you don't have to say is because it's a mama and a potty pooper that I don't get yeah, to go Yeah, don't go there. But. Forget it. It doesn't matter. He shouldn't be there. And if he's there, let me tell you, if he shows up at the bar, he's not in the state of mind where he wants to be told by you to get out of the bar. Exactly. What he does is his own business and his recovery is his own business. But you should absolutely be supportive of his endeavor. That does not mean that you have to be his crossing guard. Yeah. Hey, hey, can you murder every drug dealer in town so I can't get any coke? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Really, though, Andy. That is what that is. Yeah. Well, it's also like, and here's the thing for you, right? Because also, too, on the flip side, you are, you're like, oh, two of my go-to party friends are now out of commission. Wah, wah. Exactly. Yeah. This Should be local, really hard to find a new one. Thank you. I was <laughs> like, this gay, is your local bar? At a gay bar in Folly Beach, South Carolina. I bet you can, <laughs> Folly I bet, what is that? I bet you what can find Folly somebody Beach? to buy. I bet you can find somebody to buy you a Mike's hat if you need to. <laughs> you what is Mike's Folly Beach, and Rana? This man is thirty-four years old. And you're like you're like a Mike's hard lemonade. Oh, sorry, a white claw, whatever they call <laughs> it. What is Folly Beach? Some sort of a low-cal, high-alcohol high content seltzer, whatever they call that. <laughs> what is Folly Beach? Folly Beach <laughs> is outside of Charleston, South Carolina. They might be in Sullivan's Island, but whatever this is, this is a beach bum situation. <laughs> right. Yeah. It could be Rehoboth. Yeah. It could be Ocean City, Maryland. It's coastal. Right. It's coastal. It's a whatever coastal it is, situation. It's coastal, yeah. yeah. If it's your local bar, you you have other friends there. And like this is a, like you meet other people, you hang out. You're like you having people to hang out and party with. As Rana said, it's like, that ain't hard. And your friends, it's like, okay, I'll see you for dinner. I'll see you for lunch. He We're just not doing the hangout teacher. and drink. He is responsible for other people's behavior all year long. I know. He just wants to be a person for one I know. month. What does he get? Eight weeks? Eight weeks of the year to relax? not around, so he was hoping to sneak a few BJs or give a few BJs or whatever. I got to tell you. And he doesn't even get to do that. I got to tell you, Rana, I just looked up Folly Beach. I cannot imagine. Just ba- if you, if I were driving Rana into town, and I'm going to put this sign in the chat and we saw this sign. She would literally wrestle me to do an immediate U-turn because this is, I look at the sign and I'm like, oh no, this is not the place for Rana. Hang on. It's going to come through in a second, but I'm telling you. His this is Yelp. not. Best this is gay, not for Ron. Best gay bars near Folly Beach, South Carolina. <laughs> Palace Hotel, Burns Alley Tavern. Oh God, Dudley's a, on in. Okay, it looks Those like a three. mini golf course. Exactly. Do you see the sign, Ron? Is this not your nightmare? Well, the island is open. It's I mean, Folly that is. Beach. The I've island been to is Folly open. Beach. <laughs> You've been, I've been to, Folly to Folly Beach. Beach. Yeah, right. for like spring break or something. No, but <laughs> there's all these little beach towns outside of Charleston. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that you know, like Hilton Head? Like that's the fancy. No. That's where you that would go now. That is fancy, isn't it? That's yeah. where you would go this now, Ron. But, but Folly Beach be, is where you make these mistakes. These people could be in Hilton Head. I don't know where they are, but it's coastal. I just know that. 
I mean, but yeah, I have I have a feeling no one has any trouble meeting anyone in Folly Beach. I also have no <laughs> doubt that the people you meet in Fol- Folly Beach are the people that really should stay in Folly Beach. Don't bring those people back home. You know what well, I mean? It's, be, I it's a know beautiful where, beach. I it's it's know called where Folly. Beach. It's there. It's where you make mistakes. It's right in the, right the title. I want to know where everyone on Folly Beach was on January 6, 2022. <laughs> that's what I Well, that's know. fair. You could check yeah. the you could check the uh the traffic cameras. Correct. Correct. <laughs> uh Dia, do we have time for one more? Yes. Uh, do y'all Let's have time? We, for one we more? do, but I know okay. Rana be like, Rana loves saying, we gotta wrap it up. <laughs> we, got, we are done here. <laughs> if you got time for one more, we got time for I one more. I can do one more. Rana. I have time for one more because I'm here with Naomi and Andy. Oh, Perry. shut up, Rana. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> shut up. I'm sorry. I, honestly, nice I'm jet lagged. It wasn't. I'm jet lagged. Wow. And you know, Naomi triggers me. I Not to use Well, it's so words, nice to be on the well, opposite been side. Brian, with he's her. been so nice to me. No, said, she's you know instigating this. He needs to go to Europe more often because you come no. back from Europe. You're calm, Brian. No. Naomi instigated this days. entire thing. She's gotten two under days. my skin. She's playing all sorts of mind games with me. And she basically told me to say shut up to you. Please, finally, Andy, I have someone here to witness this. I gotta say, you te- I saw you text Brian and say, Thank you. Say that. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> truth, <laughs> truth and reconciliation first, okay? You know what? You know what? You're getting served. You're getting papers, Andy. Divorce papers, okay? <laughs> you oh, I thought we were gonna have a dance competition. You sold me out like Cheetos at the Gap on recorded <laughs> media in front of. The woman I love most in the world. <laughs> it's true. No, I'm pretending it didn't happen because I want you two to stay together. So I'm just going to pretend that that did. I'm just going to give Andy a pass on that. Altogether. Well, Andy, I don't want you to stay together. I think, honestly, you're you're really just, you you deserve much better. My God. <laughs> Jesus. Never. You know what? No, I'm going to drown oh. your ass in Folly Beach. Okay? <laughs> I will see you in Folly be- Beach, Naomi. It's a beautiful I beach. It's a beautiful beach. Have you ever been to the beaches outside Charleston? They're gorgeous. They are gorgeous. No, I've been, so it's well, like so. I've been to South Padre when I'm a kid. When oh, I, I don't kid. know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Is that often? <laughs> I imagine Folly Beach is just Texas. cigarette butts everywhere. No, I do saying, too. No, you know beautiful. what it is? To be honest, it's the Prince of Tides. Oh, uh-huh. beautiful. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, that's not exactly what Folly Beach is, but that area, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the South Carolina sort of, you know, flats and wetlands and whatnot. I'll never uh, forget watching that movie. And when Barbara Walters tell Nick, tells Nick Nolte, I make $150 an hour. And I was like, that's the richest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, at that time, $150 an hour. Come on, like 1990 I mean, or something? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's about $3,000 an hour. Yeah. Brian? Here we go. Dear Rana and Brian, I find myself compelled to reach Never out Never heard you. of him. How dare you, Rana? You know, I had a slip of the tongue, and I do want to apologize for saying, <laughs> shut up, but I was caught in a desperate, I was cornered. I was caught in a desperate moment. <laughs> well, you a real, you had a real rat tattoo-y moment, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I find myself compelled to reach out and share something weighing on my heart for some for quite some time. Oh, you know what? If ever I heard a sentence that was begging for a candle... <laughs> I mean, really? <sighs> These people are monsters of our own creation, Brian. They really are. Yeah. Since seventh Just my grade, my lights a little. My lights were too bright, and no one told me. Mm. Since seventh grade, I have had okay. romantic feelings for my best friend. 
Wow. Seventh grade. Okay. What if this blood writer's in eighth grade? <laughs> be our youngest <laughs> listener ever. Honestly, the feeling would be as desperate. <laughs> if you would, it would be the same letter. If you had been yeah. in love with your best friend for a whole year, seventh to eighth grade, yeah, or if you were in your best friend from seventh to 40, it would be the same feeling. If yeah. you were 14, you would feel it as intensely as oh, you felt sure. it all these yeah. years it would, be, it would yeah. literally burn. Yeah. I have had romantic feelings. Uh, since seventh grade, I've it had romantic feelings. It makes me sick just thinking about it. I know, it's being awful. 14 it's, oh God, and having been in love crush. with your best friend oh. for a year. That uh, I can't relatable. think of anything worse now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been oh, a crazy. I, I hope I never get a crush again. Me too. Oh, God, me too. Yeah. yeah. Awful. Me oh. too. Oh. Yes, I also it, hope you never get a crush again. That makes two of you. That makes two of you. It's been a crazy situation that has both brightened and burdened my journey through life. Brightened and Our burdened. Our friendship oh, is incredibly God. special and it's been personally testy. But unfortunately, I've never been able to shake these emotions. Well, it's testy because you're in love with this person and they're not yeah, in love with you. Uh, that's what yeah. makes it testy. Uh-huh. That's because they don't, they don't agree with everything you agree with. You feel wounded all the time. But anyway, yeah. go on. Throughout the years, I've been between moments of acceptance and moments of longing when it comes to my feelings for my best friend. It's a complex mix of joy in their presence, admiration for their qualities, and a constant desire for something more. I'm so mad. I'm so... It makes me sad. Oh, I'm so mad now. I have tried to suppress this. I'm so angry, Brian. (laughs) What do you think made me angry, Brian? Do you know me well enough to know what set me off? Well, I know it's at the letter writer. I know that for sure. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) And but use see. of the word admiration. <laughs> Wait, I did. So I wouldn't mad? have guessed that. Why makes me so angry? I wouldn't have guessed. Why? Tell me why. Because I hate the simpering nature of admiring oh. someone Oof. from the outside when you've been friends. You're not friends. If if you're telling me that you sit there in admiration be, of right, this there's person, something, right? That means to There's me that pedestal. you're not seeing the them pedestal. as a whole person. True. And that you are the one that is putting yourself in this subjugated position. And that this, the thing that you're in love with is not this person. You're in love with being unrequited. That's what makes me angry about it. There admiration. is a little bit of a bubble bursting. If, if you, well, anyway, we'll keep going. So, anyway, poor Ron, I just, I mean, I hope this person. You know, still standing, not listening to this in a warm bathtub <laughs> with a razor blade by the side. Oh, but no. <laughs> I have tried to suppress these emotions, <laughs> fearing the potential consequences they may bring to right. our friendship. However, right. as time passes, it friendship. becomes increasingly, what friendship? Yeah, that's yeah. a thing. However, as time passes, it becomes increasingly challenging to ignore the weight of these feelings. While I understand that love and friendship are not always easily distinguishable, I find myself at a crossroads. Should I continue to bottle up these emotions and risk distancing myself from my best friend? Should I gather the courage to share my feelings, knowing they may Mm-mm. potentially change the dynamics of our relationship? <laughs> it's safe to say he hasn't ever felt this way toward me before. Is he? Mind are these you, people gay uh, or not gay? Uh, this is what I would. Yeah, I know. We're not. We haven't straight? gotten pronouns is the yet. Friend I also straight? Wanna, I don't know. How, I also want to know how long. You know, when we say seventh grade, is it? Are you twenty two, thirty two? We don't know any. Okay, okay. I'll tell you this. We we do find out the age. We do okay. not find out the gender. Okay. Can we can we guess? Well, what he the age said is? he, so we don't know if this is a she. That's what I mean. We don't know if it's a she. All right, I'm gonna have to do a little search while this is happening. It's safe to say he hasn't ever felt this way towards me before, mind you. We also live together. Oh my God. <laughs> know. This, you know what? This person's about drama. Simply the way they have parsed the information in this letter, you about drama. 
Because you could have put that in the first sentence and you said, no, let me wait. Yep. And have a wait. You're right. That was a reveal. Wait. Yeah. Right. WJ is on strike. No drama. That's Hello. Right. That's right. You that just wrote us too, a treatment. Too carefully worded. This is a limited series. Okay. I the way you write. <laughs> I trust in your wisdom and experience, and I believe that your guidance can help me find clarity amidst my crazy mind. Thanks, y'all. Warm kisses. 28-year-old. 28. And then they sign it. years. A. And then write, sorry. Oh, because they're 28. (laughs) Oh, okay. So 27th grade is what? How old do we think? 12? Uh, 12. 11? 12, 13. Wait, my bar mitzvah was I was 12, Andy, because I'm advanced. Okay, My bar mitzvah was seventh grade, so twelve. So this is this is half their most life. Most of their own half lives. their life doing their this. entire adult life, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, the entire time with so, their roommate. With their roommate, should I say something? I'm in admiration. Now, I'm my in belief love. is that this is a guy because I'm looking up the name now. Also, I thought from the letter writing style that it was a guy. But but well, but uh, that's what, but I was going to say that. But like, the name Rana, could go either stand. way, to be honest. Rana can't stand when a guy because we've there's been another person who wrote in where it was like I'm in love with this friend of mine but we've been around it's like and it was something where Rana was like absolutely not yeah you are out here manipulating the situation and so I think you do bristle at people who sort of um twist a friendship and not the, twisting meaning like as no, you said they are, I know what you're saying you're saying like. This, uh, if you reveal this to this uh, to your roommate, they're gonna be like, "Wait, the last sixteen years or whatever it right. is, you're like, it's like a very like Hitchcock Zoom moment <laughs> where they're like, what? Like, it's it's the end of the sixth sense. They're going right, back and right. looking for the clues in the last, and you're and they're like, and wait, are we? They friends? might What's even going exactly, on? and they might even feel manipulated a yeah, little bit for sure. I yeah. think I actually think you probably well, think not even probably. Knows. I think the you have. Knows. I think you. I think the a. I think the person knows. Of course they B. Are. I actually think you have to say something, and just and I don't think you have to say the whole thing. I think you have to say, I am, I am having feelings for you, and it's making me a little uncomfortable, and I don't know necessarily that maybe we should still live together. You don't think? Rana so. you know, and Andy are shaking their heads. No, no. Well, there's nothing in this letter. There's no moment where he or. They, we don't know who this person is, but there is no, no moment where they say, I want to tell this person, I want to have a life with this person, I want to move forward into some kind of an adult relationship with this person. There's but no how, moment. Right, but how does this person move on from this person? Like, are they dating? Are they interested in meeting other people? Like, That was also my question. Yeah, what has your life looked up like this, this whole time? Correct. Right, have you been waiting? Have you been holding a candle, taking it to the theater? You know, Thank uh, you. just Thank waiting, you. like waiting They're for this person? They're not holding a candle. They don't even want this to advance is the problem. What this is is the letter writer. You think this is a codependent relationship. So these people are not just in love or whatever you want to call this thing. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. uh, they're actually family at this point. They have been best friends yeah. or whatever for fourteen years, and so no, at no point does this person ask, "How do I?" turn this into what I've always wanted it to be. And Uh, the reason is because they pretty much know or fear that it will, that the reason it's, the moment it's spoken is the moment it's over. Right. Right. So these people are still living on adolescent fumes because they're 28 years old. 
So basically, this is the make a break moment about, are we going to grow up or are we not going to grow up? And they have grown up together. And so one of them, probably not a letter writer first, is going to move on to another relationship. My guess would be that the roommate has had no shortage of other relationships, but yeah. that the thing that keeps a letter writer warm at night is saying, but we have an intimacy that that person doesn't have with that other person. Right. So, you know, oh, okay, sure, they can go have sex with that person or they can take, you know, they think they're in love with them, but they're really closest to me. Mm-hmm. And that that is, and it may even be that our letter writer is asexual, I have no idea, or that that's not a priority for them. I don't mean, I don't want to label people and I don't want to, you know, I'm just saying that, Perhaps the physical relationship is not a real priority for our friend here and that they're perfectly happy doing this forever, but they actually know that they're not going to be able to because right. we're 28 now. Yeah. We're has not the letter, 14. Has the letter writer considered if it, this, if all they want is codependency, maybe getting into a Munchausen by proxy type <laughs> relationship with the roommate? Sure. sure. Slowly poisoning. A little, Slowly. little Drano in the, uh, yeah. In, yeah. In your Just coffee. In the jello. In the hair yeah. of them. But how yeah. would you also, I guess this is a something that's like, how do you? It is actually heartbreaking, to be honest. Well, how do you get over somebody? And, and this is why, again, the dramatic reveal of living with them. Because you got to get away from each other. The only I, way you do this is separating your lives so that you begin to engage with people and realize there yeah. are people out here who could love you and who could give you and, the, and want to. Yeah. Exactly. Which is why I stand behind them telling them. Because you know it's going to blow it I up. I think right? that is. You're saying it's going to blow an it up. Immediate impetus for just redirecting your life. But yes. it's going to blow it up. But that's and then it's like, you gotta move, question. you gotta move. It might not blow it up, but it might not blow it up permanently. And I actually don't think you should say since seventh grade. I don't think that. oh, that's oh, too much. Yes. But I do think it's like, I'm having feelings for you. I'm, I, it's, it's difficult for me to move on from then. And maybe we just need a little break or something. Cause I, uh, it's, it's wearing on me. Yeah. I also think it's fine to say, I don't think it's, um, this is going to come as a surprise to you, but you know, I've had feelings for you for a long time. You are my, you're my closest friend. You're my confidant. You, you know, you to me are the whole package. I know two but what's people. also been clear to me for a while is that I don't think you feel the same way about me. And for both of our sakes, I need to move on. I don't think this is, do you want to? I think it's, yeah. I need to move on. I have had this happen to me, by the way, this thing. And someone told people me about it. People say this to you? Someone said this to me, yeah. Of course they and do. I was not, thank you. Of course they do. Every day. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I don't, for a minute, I wouldn't have predicted that. This was a long time ago. <laughs> Shut up, Rana. This was a long Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't feel good. I did it to be like a callback to a joke. It doesn't yeah. well, it's not. Yeah. Well, it's not nice. It's not yeah. nice. I didn't, I didn't even respond because I think you know that's not a nice thing to say. It wasn't nice, and I didn't mean yeah. it. It didn't feel good to yes and you before either. To sell is out now Naomi. a good time to ask for a raise <laughs> from Naomi and Andy for sure. It, it is, but. Thank you, Andy, for defending. Now, me. as HR for the podcast, I'm going to say, Brian, yeah. you've been written up. 
And Thank you. It's other that is true. It's absolutely that is true. fine. He has to lash out every once in a while. I'm fine. Every once in a while. It sets me yeah. back at zero. But this did happen to me, Rana, believe it or not. Yeah. We're leaving out the part where I said something incredibly nasty to him. <laughs> but, but I said it I in a very I still would never say to someone, way. shut up. I did that to be funny and it wasn't <laughs> yeah. funny. Listen, I someone did this to me. It was very awkward for like a month. Uh-huh. Then it wasn't. Were you surprised? I was actually. Uh, How often did you hang out before? Because this is the thing. They we lived were, together. This changes some so of this. So we, we lived yeah. together. We lived together. You did. And oh, you had yeah. no idea. I, I don't remember that specifically. Maybe I did. And then I what just was, thought so like, you well, it's just what together? is whatever. If For anyone can go get over this, Naomi, it's a couple of gay guys. I'll just tell you that. They can get over <laughs> anything. I mean, they really can. <laughs> You know, I, but, I won't but we were younger. We were, I mean, this was like it came college, to mind basically. immediately, but I just, they'll get over anything. I saw That's you true. eating a cake off someone else's ass at the party. And then this happened blah, blah, blah. And then they just clear the air and they all say, you want to go to the gym? And yeah. that's it. And then that's, it's sure. over. <laughs> yeah. And then, the, and then the next morning it's, you're talking about, you know, the latest Cause, episode of the succession yeah. finale at the conference yeah. room. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's all. <laughs> That's just how it goes. At the conference room. <laughs> I'm trying to talk like an office person, but I don't really know about that life. So. Okay, so I will say this. Also, I have had. Someone also, if this who- person is your friend, I really hope uh, I want you to give them the opportunity. This is going to sound very harsh, and I'm and maybe one of you can rephrase this in a way that makes more sense. But I want you to give them the opportunity in your phrasing. I want you to leave some room for them to be kind to you mm-hmm. because they should be. They will and be. If they really are your friend. Yeah. But I don't want you to push it into a, a place where you make them so uncomfortable that they think you're pathetic. Right. I think you just That's say a it. Horrible, I'm starting, I think you a say horrible it, word. I think you say it with it's the solution in mean, mind. I think you say it with the solution in mind. Like, I've been having feelings for you. It's, it's, it's getting uncomfortable for me. Um, and it's getting in the way of me living my own life. Totally. And I, of course I like I want you to have a place to stay for three or four days. And I don't mean that in a dramatic oh, way. I, I want mean you that to in a new apartment. This is right. what I mean. Like, I need you to yes. like I oh, need yeah. you out. Like I need yep. you to just to have yeah, well, that, that we need break. that actually we need to rewind and address, which is and yeah. I thought of that earlier and then I moved past it. Which Quickly, is, the only other thing I was gonna say was that I yeah. also know someone who never told that person and they are to this day not over them. And this is twenty yeah. years in the making. You know, and are they I, still friends? No, they're not. That's true. They're not. But they're also yeah. Not but over if you're them. still not over there, you're not living your fullest life, and anybody you do date is getting the shit end of the stick. That's <laughs> completely, completely. Well, yeah. that is true though. When people idealize people, yeah. I mean, this is how people end up marrying people off Facebook that they went to high school with. Is <laughs> that they, you know, you were the person that I was in love with, and I never thought I had a chance, and then you know, whatever it is, right, and. Yeah, I think it's time. It's so. I will say, look, we've given you a lot of sort of, or I've been kind of harsh about all of this, but I will say, it is, and and I do, I do hope you have a therapist. And if you don't, I would love you to have someone that you're talking to before you, you, yeah, before uns- you do it, furl your plan. You have but a coupon code. I, I just well, we always do. There's always some kind of coupon code. Not for my therapist. She's hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> she sees Barbara Yeah, but but she does everything with just a South Carolina breeze kissing you, That's kissing right. your cheeks as you She's have the She's perfectly lit yeah. all the time. Yeah. 
Uh, she's always wrapped in a creamy white Laura <laughs> Piana right. with a with a perfect manicure. But Rana sees uh, Rana Rana sees Rana as a therapist. Basically, is what we're saying. <laughs> it's, it's a mirror. <laughs> you know those workout mirrors. That I just yeah. use that tonal like exactly. What's yeah. it called? The mirror. It's called the mirror. The mirror. Uh, but I do need you to take a little personal. I think what the impetus for this letter was is that deep down in your heart, you know you have to find a way to either move, uh, sorry, move on or transmutate this relationship in some way. And I don't think it's hopeless that you two could be friends. It may yeah. just be saying it out loud that may allow you to have this moment of, oh, huh, I thought this was something I always wanted, but actually, you know, what I really need is someone who feels this way about me, but I want this person to be my friend, but I really need somebody who wants to love me in this certain way or somebody mm -hmm. wants to do this sort of thing with me or whatever it is. And this will require, unfortunately, which is why I think a therapist is, is important, this will require you moving out of your 13-year-old brain and moving into your almost 30-year-old brain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I would bet that every other part of your life is quite adult and that this is the last piece where everybody's saying, he's in the same roommate for 14 years. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I would not, I would really carefully, as Rana said, and as your you, family. You, everyone here said, I would, once you, with a therapist or whatever, have really devised what you want to do, then go in with this conversation, yes. I would not leave it like, so what are we going to do? You know what I mean? I mean, yes. I would you really say, you yeah, need don't a plan. Put it at their just, feet. Totally. Yeah, just like, feet. I, yeah. I think we have to do it this way or whatever. I have these And even if this person turned around and said to you, oh, great, I'm in love with you too. Uh, I wouldn't mind that being explored while you live in separate apartments. Right. Yep. I mean, I just yes. think that you need you really need and i think the only other thing that's going to really make this easier for you even though it'll be really stressful and hard to do on the day is if this is a function of you taking action not a function this is what you exactly. decide is your plan as opposed to what that happened to you everything. where you yes. got drunk and you admitted and he said uh -huh. get out or you know yeah. Yeah. You can't, this is like, you don't want it to be like when people have an affair because they want their relationship to end because they just don't know how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And the truth is this is one either awkward or incredibly loving conversation between two people who love each other. Right. You love each other. There's no question about it. It's just that the quality of this relationship is not where it Need, or, or this sort of, it's not where it needs to be. It needs to be reset a little bit. I actually have no doubt that it, it, whenever a few months a year whatever it is that if you do come back it'll be as stronger friends probably i, I agree but i eh. i maybe, <laughs> maybe. well i think yeah i mean i think when you go back when you have that much history with somebody you're always going to kind of have a default friendship of like remember the time this happened yes, that's yes. right you know what i mean like you're always going to have that connection of a it'll, shared history that's right and i but i think yeah it's just sort of like i'm having these feelings for you i think it's probably better if we don't move into or if we figure out a different living situation and also once that living situation happens, it's sort of like, hey, I'm going to take some time, but I'll reach out when when I, I'm feeling good, and I hope that doesn't hurt your feelings. You know, the friendship might just be the crush, though. And that's true. And that's like, also might... true. For sure, that's an option. That's an yeah, option. Yeah, I think they're honestly hopeful. siblings, and that it started in this way. I mean, I just think Matt, think back honestly. Even having this conversation, my gut, my literal gut. I feel like I'm 13 years old and I want to mm -hmm. throw up. I mean, I just, yeah. and this yeah. person is living with that 
every day. Exactly. And, and by the way, it'll be real interesting to see how the roommate does without this because that person is used to being admired. Admired. Every Correct. day of their life. Yep. Yeah. But to me, admire admiration is not an active word. That is a word that you that expresses a relationship where there is a wall or a barrier between you and something that you see as above you. And that I don't like. Ain't that the word? Ain't that the word? The Andy word of the do- Lord. Andy doesn't okay. want to like me, but he does. <laughs> I admire I admire you, Rana. Exactly. We're, exactly. We're right where we're yeah. supposed oh. to be. Oh. We're oh. right where we're supposed to be. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> right where we're supposed to be. Well, I do uh, admire. I don't think I don't feel like there's any barrier between us, Rana. But I, I no, do but you're not you in love know. with me. You can admire people in your life, I but want you to are be. not. Yes, but that's not that's not God's plan for you, sweetheart. You're right. See, that's why you react so bad. That's why you say shut up and things like that. Those right. feelings are coming out in such that's an right. aggressive way. Yep. That's right. Yeah. No. We are we are embroiled in some sort of a passionate folly. We are. Mind game. No one knows. And no one knows what we're gonna do. I was about to say we're gonna reenact it on Folly Beach <laughs> this summer. Prana. Now, beautiful okay. five year anniversary. Gorgeous, yeah. real-life married couple, couples therapy co-hosts, Andy Beckerman and Naomi Paragon. Yeah. As you know, now's the time of the show where we pick one of these people yes. to yes. send something And what are we going to give them? But yeah. Nice to. So <laughs> are we sending it to the one who... And remember, it's just a feeling that you have. Yeah, right. Yep, yep, yep. Right. Are we sending this to mm-hmm. the person we just talked about who's in love with yep. their best friend? Yeah. Owa. Are we sending it to bride number two? Mm-hmm. Owa. Are we sending it to now? I'm forgetting the first one. I always forget. Is was, the, it a, was it the one from the guy who just went hiking on Mont Blanc and couldn't re- figure out how to adjust oh, back to society? You, was that the one? <laughs> how, you know? how dare you? How dare you? No, it was the okay. It was the one about um, uh, Coke binge. Coke, yes, Coke binge. Yeah, like no, that um, wasn't a that wasn't a the friend. The friend. No, was the second. first was bride. Oh, the second. wedding then was bride okay. number two. Yeah, then, then wah, wah, love with my wah. friend. And then yeah. And it's interesting because I think Andy, do you have thoughts because for me it's between 1 and 1 and 3 in that Yeah. both of them could use a sign that they are uh worth standing up for themselves. Yeah, they uh, need to they, they're sort of flapping in the wind and they need to stand up strong. They need I to stand agree. strong. That's funny. Yeah. I thought number 2 needs uh, uh they're feeling very lonely. Husband's gone oh. for a month. Oh, he's not fine. lonely. He just doesn't want to be anybody's babysitter. No one, one wants one. to do coke with him anymore. <laughs> also, what are we going to send? He does do He doesn't do drugs. He just wanted to have a couple of Long Island iced teas. I was about to say, do me a favor, letter writer, and just go down to the corner store, pick up a Malibu rum, go back home. That's what you need. We gave him. We gave him his gift, which is you don't have to be this person's drug counselor. That's his gift. We've released you. We've released you. I just find, like, number one, I just really, like, anyone who just, like, follows the, like, this is what we have to do in my life. I have to I have to go to, I have to have this wedding. And it has to be this perfect I wedding. Know. And then I have to have, I get pregnant. Like, that really just turns me off. But it's how she feels, Andy. I understand and I mean, how, she's I understand. Not, she's not living less of an authentic life than you are just because she, actually, you don't like the well, way she does it. Because of Andy's Andy's argument, I'm actually going to say number three. Because I was at a toss-up, too. I'm going to say number three. three. I actually, yes, I'm going to agree, three. 
and I, I think about what do you think, Ron? Oh, go ahead, Naomi. You no, what are you thinking, Ron? What do you no, thinking? No, no, I want to hear what Naomi has to well, say. Well, no, because I'm saying I'm like, I'm still torn between one and three again. As somebody who went through the wedding thing and I understand even yeah. our wedding v- version of things, which we paid for, so we got to say, you know, we had the yeah. primary seat and still Your wedding we had was outside flawless. forces. It was perfect. Thank, Thank you so much. We still had outside forces, so I can only imagine a, a future sister-in-law like this, right? Like this would really yeah. make me sick to my stomach having to deal with this kind of person. Um, I understand the stress that comes with this wedding planning in general. That part of me is like, I, you gotta yeah, be strong. I, I think she feels really trapped, to be honest. And I and I think she is trapped. And I think that that there's all these external forces that that she really doesn't have any control over. Because at the end of the day, that's also his sister, which is, and his kid's sister, which is also the exact reason why she has to say to him, uh, this is stressing me out to the point that I wrote to my favorite podcast. You can listen to what they have to say or not, but really at the end of the day, what I need is for you to take this off my plate. Like this isn't happening to us. Right. This is happening to me really. And you need to do something about it. I mean, that was really illuminating for me when you said that you handle your family and he handles his family. That's a good policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm worried about a heartbroken letter writer, but of course, I also am furious that he wrote asking for candle <laughs> in the first line. <laughs> but I, that's right. They need something though. They need a little boost because they're about to have a very uncomfortable conversation. Mm-hmm. At yeah. The very least. Yeah. And it could potentially. You know, okay, be- we're giving them movie tickets because they're going to need to get out of the house. <laughs> right. The yes. Conversation happens. Yes, go see they Barbie Heimer. They need somewhere Heimer. to go. They need to go see yes. Barbie Heimer. Yeah. Or they need to go see Mission Impossible four times in a row. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. We should be supporting the multiplexes anyway. Or should we? I can't. What are we supposed to do? What's oh, the SAG thing to do? Are we buying tickets or not buying tickets? Ooh. To well, the, the unions have not called Tricky. for a boycott of anything. Yes. So they're saying if, if anything, it pr- you know, the more people are watching and consuming, it proves like people enjoy what we create. So they're got not, it. So they're not, not saying nothing. cancel they, Netflix or yeah, cancel. Yeah, they're not saying that right now. No. So you know, go and then talk about how much you need the movies and the actors and writers of them. <laughs> I think. Right. What are we going to send him, Brian? Well, I was going to say, but, but probably for one person, this isn't appropriate. I was going to say we should send him a box, like a social club box. But mm. maybe we do like a, um, mm. uh, I don't know. It's um, not, they wanted a candle, so I'm definitely not giving them a candle. Well, maybe <laughs> like a, sure that's clear. is there a body wash you're liking right now or something? Or uh, the Dash Egg Cooker? <laughs> Well, you do not need, need to be by yourself eating six eggs. <laughs> no, but they're going to need it for the new apartment. Whatever that sure is. Too. Yeah, that's true. And I'm a spider plant. You know, do a, that. Sp- a plant, a spider, spider plant, plant. Andy. Yeah, I don't think a spider <laughs> plant is, is our brand, but I could be mistaken. No, it uh, okay. Like, do you like um... DIY sushi kit from Blue Ribbon Sushi? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, Andy, we are over, never going to be at this over, level. <laughs> over gold belly. And nice. with the instruct, you have two options for this DIY sushi. No, actually, you don't. You've only got the option I was going to say was one option was to do it with the roommate and then have a conversation over the sushi. Mm-mm, mm-mm, you'll but never eat sushi again. No, but this sushi, this is to be done 
with somebody else in your life who either, either somebody new or somebody like the, whoever the person is that you're going to have to flee to, to talk to about this. Cause there's someone yeah. that you're dumping this on and you say to them, I'm coming over to dump. I'm probably going to cry, but I am bringing with me a do your own, do it yourself sushi from you know one That's of the best sushi idea. places in New York. I gotta say, the so next I'm time, not just some schlump who who vomits poison all over. That is kind of nice. Like like if you if you are having an emotional thing and you yeah. really need to rely on a friend for a few hours, bring over something really nice for them. Yeah, yes. like you already are, you, you already earned this by letting me walk through the door. That's yeah, a nice thing. Yes. yeah, a pre thank you. Yeah, it could be your mother. I have no idea, but uh, this. But also, if there's no one else in your life, there's also the power. We didn't talk about this, but of course the power of harboring the secret. And what that really is, is stasis. By not telling anybody about this crush, you are trying to guarantee yourself a little stasis security, I would say. Meaning you don't have to change and you get to say stuck in this moment of whatever this was. And now it's time to, you don't need that anymore. It's time to take off the train. And no one's bursting your bubble along. Well, also, you and deserve I, to be free. You deserve to be yeah. free. I think when we talk and about also, the pit in our stomach of a crush, it is the way those feelings can seize you up. It's and the so same true. thing with Stacey. Totally. It's like, you 28, you deserve Time to, to move into not this. be yeah. holding this. Oh, and by the way, you'll never live in a 28-year-old body again. So you better please, run them streets. Please. You better run them streets. Get out of there. Wearing <laughs> as little as you possibly can. Get, those, right. ca- get those cakes out and let everybody know what they've been missing. I mean... <laughs> Spend two years building your way to 30 and just live it. Start living it instead of of being frozen in this, you know, haunted ghost relationship. Yeah, get that body count up. Yeah. (laughs) Agree. Brian, did you have a little fun? Not really. (laughs) Wow. Well, Andy, we had a great time. I I had a blast. Are you kidding me? I felt like Barbara Streisand. And Yentl. <laughs> the highest, that's four Yentls from Andy Ekperigan. It's his highest rating. It's four Yentls. Highest rating ever. I give this podcast four Yentls, says Andy Beckham and Ekperigan. I'm not, who's stopping at four? I'm giving this 10 Yentls. Oh, ten right. Yentls. Wow. Right 10, 10 out of 10 Yentls. Uh, if you don't listen to couples therapy, I don't really know what you're waiting for. It's and honestly, because we've had an instance before oh, where someone yeah. wrote to us or to them, something happened to where they didn't just oh. want to once. Do you remember this? Wait, they, yeah. they, no, they, but hold on because they, they covered the advice. And we can't do this. Don't, we can't go out with We were supposed to talk about That's this true. at the beginning and we didn't. And we were supposed to address the double dippers. Because it's happened a couple of times mm-hmm. where people have sent a BCC email to couples therapy pod and to askrana at gmail.com. And they should be, well, I just needed some advice and I needed it fast. And it was someone who was doing like blood work epidemiology, something, you know, <laughs> that seemed important and turned out was being done by an idiot. Because they were the idiot. They, because they, well, they may have been a, this book smart, but they were life dumb. Because they Ooh. cut and pasted, and they were they were double dipping in our mail bags, and shame on you, mm-hmm. shame right. on you. Right, Naomi, I should not have brought this up. No, no, we should have known because Ron and Brian was just their strike through in ours. <laughs> right. it said they didn't even bother BCC. deleting our name. Well, because yes. well, because I think it was also too. I think you guys maybe answered it first, or and they. Came I think to us you some, answered it. First. Maybe we answered it first. Where it's like yeah. you got to then go back and write. 
rata disregard oh, sorry, has been I don't addressed. Need this anymore. Yeah. No, but, right. No, but that's the kind of person who thinks, oh, well, maybe I'll get some different advice from Rana too. And I'll tell you, that's the kind of person, I don't mean to shade, but here we go. That's the kind of person who would rather buy a Starbucks cup than Blonde for roast one time a month. All give five dollars. Yerga Chefe all the way. That totally. Person. Don't forget Thank there's you. a strike right now, and these artists and entertainers need your support. So Shame that includes me. You. And that certainly includes me. But more everybody. importantly, I think I speak for everyone on this screen at the moment. We put genuinely put so much of ourselves into the show, the energy it takes. Mm-hmm. It, sure, it's fun. Sure, it's nice that we have an audience. People want to listen to us and we feel that feedback and that love and we love the community, et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't take nothing out of us to do this job. Absolutely. There is a cost. Like oh my God, are you which is me? Which is entirely why my, the, I didn't even realize it applied to us. But why I'm saying the policy is if you're going to come over to somebody's house and demand their time, their love, their attention on a true life problem like this, bring something. Bring, okay? Leave a review. Say thank Join you. the Patreon. Yeah. That's right. Yes, yes. Yeah. Subscribe or bring what you Bring a say. DIY sushi kit, which costs about 400 times as much as subscribing to any of our Patreons costs, but right. in any event. All right, dear, we do a hats go out to all of you. And I really want this bride to figure it out, but she just has to find a way to thread this needle and also say enough. Say to the husband, it's enough. I can't do it anymore. I actually decided I'm done now. And I want you guys to have other fun so that it doesn't feel like every moment you've ever wanted rests on this wedding. Best mm-hmm. advice you ever gave is you're living your relationship right now. Forget about these What people. do you need the year And that doesn't mean don't go, da 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 But don't take these phone calls. And when she calls him screaming, he should say, I'm not really interested in having this conversation. I don't think yep. we're going to agree on this. I yeah. Enough about more. what you're doing is you've given, you've That's already given her that. the greatest wedding gift of all, which is uh, a backboard to slam her drama against. This is all yes. she wants to do is play, you know, tennis with a ball machine, which is you, you know, can't believe I had to run all around the court. Sweetheart, you plug the ball machine in. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's all, that's all this is. So enough. Unplug the ball machine with her. That's my opinion. All okay. right. Unplug I guess the ball I'm machine. done. This was We gorgeous. love you. We adore we you. you. Thank you for being our lives and our world. Go yeah. there, Therapy Pod. To the show. Thank Couple you so much. Pod, me. Yeah, you be out here messing shit up. AR Social, AR Social.club. <laughs> Don't be saying nothing up here, Brian, because I can't change URLs for your ass. That's fine. You know what? I have to be honest with you. Uh-oh. I am so. Uh-oh. I don't give a <laughs> shoulders. shit. Okay? Shoulders. Okay. <laughs> shoulders. I don't shoulders. give a oh, Lord. shoulders. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Shoulder roll. Shoulder roll. He settled right into that. I did. I had to. I'll be honest with you. I'm either going to take a nap. Of course. On the the plane, I wore my Mont Blanc tee along with my Mont Blanc sweatshirt. I love it. Oh, my Lord. And it's the exact same design. Camp uniform. Camp uniform. That is camp uniform. Completely. We have to go. It's like literally midnight for Ron. I know. We got to go. We love you. We love you. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Kiss, kiss, dear. Bye. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.